0: Welcome back to another episode of Say Yes to Travel... And today we're actually gonna talk about travel trends that you could expect in 2020. And what I love so much about this is I actually, I'm gonna share a couple things that you might be thinking of, and maybe they're actually trends that you might not be thinking of, but I would love to hear some feedback from you guys to see if these are things that are even on your radar. But these are definitely trends in travel. And what I love so much about just talking about travel trends just in general is I love actually like discovering them and being like, oh, wow. That actually applies to me because just as much as I work in travel and and I may work in hospitality... I, too, am a traveler, so quite often I really love kind of taking a different approach to things and just looking at travel in a different way. Today's episode is actually inspired by an article that was put out by Forbes. Forbes is amazing, and they always do fantastic articles on really every topic, but in particular I love this, is that they put together their list of eight travel trends to expect in 2020. So uh, let's go ahead and dive in and see what we can expect in the world of travel this year. So the first big trend is uh, something that's called country coupling. What is country coupling? Country coupling is basically when a traveler goes to a destination, but they actually make a point to kind of go to two places in that one destination. As it is, I know not many of us are using all of our vacation time, so people are really taking advantage of the vacation time that they do have. So this way, they don't just go to one destination and stay there throughout the entire trip, but they start in a destination and then they move on to another one. So they might start like in an urban destination and then move on to something more nature-focused or, or something like that. So that's actually a big trend, country coupling. So visiting two countries that are simply close geographically. I think that's a great idea. I know that when I travel for work, I always try to tack on a couple extra days here and there. And, you know, certainly if it's in Europe and you can kind of bounce around to different destinations, that's perfect. Obviously a little bit difficult or challenging when you're in larger countries like the U.S. So maybe you don't hop to another country, but you maybe go to another state or city, which is totally worth it. Another big trend to expect, people are really looking at reducing impact. Impact as in just on the environment. So people are really trying to choose less environmentally harmful means of transportation. Quite often you need to take a plane to get to a lot of places, but sometimes you don't need to take a plane to get somewhere. And so we're really seeing this uptick in people doing different modes of transportation, whether they are renting an eco-friendly car, like a hybrid car, or even an electric car, and they're doing a road trip. Some people are doing train trips. Train trips are huge! Uh, certainly, they're definitely big in Europe, because you can cover a lot of ground, but also in the U.S. Amtrak has been running a lot of of big specials. And train transportation is kind of back in style for a lot of good reasons, which actually comes to number three, which is train travel. That is a big rise, you know, because you kind of have like a different way of getting across country or to your destination that you're not necessarily driving. So you can kind of still have that first and business class experience. But it's a little more environmentally friendly than say taking a plane. But I actually think that we're going to see a big rise in luxury train travel over the year and maybe even like in the next coming years as well too, just as there is a rise in train travel. I mean, a rise in the demand. I think that they're going to provide us with a lot more options. So that'll be kind of cool to see. Tiny trips. We started seeing a bit of this in 2019, the rise of microcations, which I'm definitely going to dive into in a future episode because this is a big deal and it's huge, but tiny trips. I mean, Here's the thing, so many of us are inundated by life in the day to day, whether you've got job demands, family demands, whatever the case is, and all too often we just don't take the time off to, you know, properly enjoy ourselves. So what people are doing is they're just doing these microcations, AKA also tiny trips. It's just really kind of a good way to get around and to break up the monotony. If you can't afford to take a week long vacation, take that extra day on a weekend, make it a three day weekend, a four day weekend. It's amazing how you'll be able to add all these extra destinations into the year just by planning tiny trips. Pet travel. So I live in Los Angeles, and I feel like everybody is out and about with their pets. I certainly, I've worked in a pet-friendly hotel for quite some time, but even as a concierge, and even as working in luxury hotels, where it's been pretty much acceptable to bring pets over the years, uh, compared to fifteen years ago, where yeah, some people would bring pets, and you know, you kind of be like, okay, wow, they can't, you know, part ways with their pets for a little bit while they go on a trip now. Everybody travels with their pets. Everybody. And you're also seeing hotels feed into this. For example, the London West Hollywood in Los Angeles, which is also where I moonlight as well too, very pet friendly, so pet friendly that they decided to get two English Bulldogs as their mascots. I don't know what says pet friendly more than actually having real dogs as your mascots, but ever since that happened, the number of people that come with their dogs has significantly risen. And not only at that hotel and that property, but I've seen it across the board people are really making a point to travel with their pets. So that's definitely going to be continuing to see that trend. Another trend, vegan friendliness. Okay, for those of you that might not know, I'm actually vegetarian and I get asked a lot like, oh my gosh, how is it when you're traveling as as a vegetarian? And honestly, it's pretty easy to travel as a vegetarian. I can see how it would have been more challenging and is more challenging to travel and find food on the go as a vegan but just with more information at our fingertips and just more knowledge about nutrition and different diets and all of that we're seeing that a lot of places are actually becoming vegan friendly and not necessarily in big cities that places that you would expect it like los angeles new york but other places in the Midwest and even in countries, other countries that you might not necessarily expect that they would be as aware of vegan diets, but they are. It seems like everybody has a dietary restriction nowadays and being vegan is up there and people are becoming friendlier to it. So that's gonna be really interesting. And by the way, not only as a diet, we're seeing hotels actually move to having no animal products in the guest rooms. So it's not just leather. But things that are made out of wool, silk, feather duvets, all of that, they're all being discarded for kinder alternatives. So this is a really interesting trend. And I'd be curious to hear what you guys think about this. Another big trend, cruises geared towards a new type of traveler. Okay, what's this new type of traveler? I have to say, I'm really excited because I don't know how many of you are cruisers, but I do enjoy myself a good cruise. Virgin Voyages are debuting this year very soon in a couple months. Fingers crossed I am set to sail with them in April and I can't wait to share with you guys what that's all about. But Virgin Voyages that's going to be a game changer. If you're familiar with the Virgin brand, you've got certainly the airlines like Virgin Atlantic. There was Virgin America for a bit. Then you have Virgin Hotels. There are a couple that have been popping up. And now Virgin is taking to the high seas with Virgin Voyages. And what makes this different than, say, you know, some of the other big brands like Norwegian, Celebrity, is this is brand new. And they are are really targeting a different type of traveler. They're targeting travelers that are young, sexy. They're just spicing it up. And again, if you know the Virgin brand, you know what you can expect. And they're bringing that to a cruise ship. So it's going to be incredible. So definitely stay tuned to my social media because I will be hopping on a Virgin Voyages, the Scarlet Lady. Yes, the Scarlet Lady in April. And I can't wait to share that with you guys. All right last trend that we can expect this year, less is more. I love that. I love that. Less is more. Some travelers are actually reducing the over-the-top ultra-luxe travel experience, and they're really kind of going for something a bit different. Quote-unquote Spartan travel, which basically they're giving up all of the frills of traditional travel, including convenient tech in exchange for a simpler way of life. You can think of it, you know, people that are really looking to unplug. They don't want necessarily the fancy and all of this. They just want to go back to simple times. And what a great way to get away. It's just a different way of kind of looking at travel, but I love that we are seeing this trend. People, are accommodations are becoming more minimal. People are traveling with less. And it, it's an interesting time. And I think that we're gonna see a lot of people experimenting with this. Again, going along with the theme of experiences over things. We're really in an interesting cultural shift where people are just really, they're wanting to buy less and they're wanting to do more and with less stuff, they just seem like they're able to kind of experience life a little more simply, which is oddly enough, more fulfilling. (laughs) So, um, well, there you have it. Those are the eight trends that Forbes actually talked about as far as being the eight trends that we can expect in travel for 2020, curious. I definitely want to hear what you guys have to say on this. Are any of these trends things that you are looking at for 2020? Would love to hear your thoughts. I myself, I like the idea of this sort of Spartan travel. Traveling with a little bit less. I mean, I do kind of like my gadgets, I have to say, because I do like to document everything. (laughs) So that's, that's definitely a big part for me. But I'm also looking forward to maybe diving into some train travel because I have to say I haven't done too much of that. So I think that that should be pretty interesting. So there you have it. Travel trends for 2020. Definitely hit me up, send a message, find me online on social media as Ask a Concierge, my website, askaconcierge.tv. Hope you enjoyed today's little podcast and stay tuned till next week as there'll be more to share. Thanks so much.